Hey, this is Heather. Hey, this is Liz. This week we talk about our guilty pleasure of watching Hallmark and Lifetime Christmas movies. All right, get your snuggle on and let's hit that music. All right, everybody, welcome back. You can't figure out what uh, Liz is saying. It's because of illness. (laughs) Yeah, I've been fighting a a cold or something for the last three weeks, and we did a guest spot with uh, everything I learned from movies, and right after that, my voice just went gone. So, Yeah, and it was already pretty... as good as it gets. (laughs) Yeah. It was already pretty bad to start with. Like, uh, you were already feeling pretty down. Yeah, I'd been sick for, I think, a week at that point. This is just... Like the illness that will not end. It just, yeah. Yeah. It just keeps going and going and won't go away. But this week I got antibiotics and steroids. So hopefully. Hopefully something does it. Yeah. I hope so. (laughs) The reason why we got together for this episode is, I okay, so I have a secret. Is it a guilty pleasure? I don't know. I I love all of these stupid cheesy holiday movies that come out at uh, Christmas time. Mhm. And I don't know where it comes from because I'm not exactly like emotional or sappy. <laughs> you you have you have identified yourself as dead inside on many occasions. <laughs> I, know, I know. All all of my love and emotions are made for these movies. That's it. <laughs> Anything else? These movies and like your husband and your dog, right? Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, I love I love Christmas movies, but I've never been super into these kind that we're going to talk about today. But if it happens to come on TV or if I happen to be in the room, I totally get sucked in. Oh yeah. Um I there was a point in which I DVR'd them and then my just DVR would fill up with some of these movies. And then I'd get all pissed off because I've seen this one. I saw it like four years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because they're kind of timeless. Because, okay. So if I were a uh, a wealthy yuppie, let's say, and I had a fiance that suddenly had to go to a, mid- a little town or the town they grew up in, I would be very concerned that I was about to lose my fiance. Oh yeah, he'd be gone. Yeah. Like don't mm-hmm. even bother putting a tracker on him. He's he's out. Exactly. And and I, I always love this type of year because I think this is the time when white yuppie guys in suits are losing all their girlfriends <laughs> to that dude in the little town with the twinkle lights and the puppy wearing a flannel. Yep. And there's usually baking involved. <laughs> and snow. Lots of snow. This shit never happens in Houston. <laughs> there's all there's always the, uh, I'm too good for this town. And then you realize, oh, I'm not. <laughs> right. I am the Lorelei to your uh, Stars Hollow. Yes. This is where I belong. I will live here forever. Exactly. No matter that I'm a big city girl with dreams and a goal and I've got things to do, but you know what? Small town life is, is better. And I think that we need to put together a map 
of these actual small town locations that do this shit for Christmas and like move there one winter and just like see what happens. Yeah. Well, my in-laws live in one. Do they? And it is not an enjoyable place to be. (laughs) Do they live in the real Stars Hollow? I don't know. Um, No, they live in, they moved to North Carolina. Oh, that's not, that's not small enough. Yeah. Oh no, it's small. And uh, Main Street is all done up and it's a, it's mm-hmm. cute. It is cute. How about that? I think you have to have a medium-sized small town though, because I've got cousins that live in this town that is so small that the light stops working at 6 p.m. The one grocery store in town, which is about the size of my house, maybe smaller, um, it shuts down by 6 p.m. Nobody pays for food. Like you just have a, have a bill that you yeah. run up every month. <laughs> like... That's, you know, they've got a bank, but like the people there have got like 75 cents in the bank account. I mean, maybe this is just my family that I grew up around, but it's a really, it's like, I don't even know that it considered a town. It's got a name, but you know. Mm. Yeah. Well, so I say that my in-laws do live in this cute town. It is a cute town. It is a Christmas town. It just doesn't snow. Um, or at least not very often. So maybe it would qualify. So I'm sure at some point, Somebody that has gone off and escaped them to the big city, came back, and uh, fell in love with a local, opened a bakery. Um, Mm. There's probably a dog involved, you know. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be a bakery, maybe a groomer, like they could be a dog groomer that works with a puppy. Um, It's never cats. Nobody's ever looking for that holiday cat. It's always a puppy. (laughs) Yep. All right. Well, actually, I I think the town that I grew up in, I mean, it has a lot of people in it now, but it it didn't. I mean, well, it's like 25,000 people, which sounds huge to some small towns, but it's still pretty small comparatively to, you know, other towns. But they absolutely decorated the thing, had the parade, the, yeah, so. Yep. I do. like. we don't snow. We had no snow. No snow. Yeah. So that's the, um, the premise to most of these shows is about the same. Uh, we've kind of already talked about them. But they are incredibly popular, and even Netflix this year got in on the action and has released like a dozen Christmas movies. Now, they had mm-hmm. already The Christmas Prince or something like that um, right. last year or two years ago, and then the sequel last year, which, of course, I watched. And uh, <laughs> Well, you got to know where it goes. I know. I mean, obviously, like a Christmas princess. Okay. We're all over well, that. I can't just... They can't just get a job at the local Ace Hardware and move on with their life. There has to be a continuation of this dramatic story. I know. And I'm sure it involves a body double. Let's watch. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, wait a minute. Wasn't that a totally different guy last year playing that part? I'm just saying. Though I think the Hallmark Channel, we can really thank for keeping the careers up of like Lacey Chabert Aunt Becky from Full House, and then um, the other one that uh, there was an, the other one that bribed the um, yeah USC Felicity Huffman. Yeah, I uh, know there was another one too. I don't. They're all the it's, same. so Lori they're like the Meredith Baxter Bernies of our generation. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, I do. So Dean Cain's in a lot of these too, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> And and again, generic hot guy in a flannel. Like they yeah. they very much can be interplaced with other people. It doesn't really matter. Nope, nope. And then generally, they're a single dad for some reason or another. Well, again, remember we talked about 
like moms in movies, right? We talked about this back with uh, Jennifer Tracy and our mom culture. Mom's dead. Mom's dead. Mom's gone. She's left. Something has happened to mom, and now dad is left alone and completely incompetent, or he's raising a child that is now like his parent having to take care of him, or they're like super buddy-buddy, and they go fishing, and it's always a daughter. Yeah. I apologize for my my dog. <laughs> Wasn't my mine dog this time. Has found a toy. <laughs> I got one hanging off the bed like she's about to melt. It's hysterical. Yeah, but so Netflix. They want to go to Christmas Town. That's what's wrong. Yeah. Yes, I know. They're like, damn it. Where's <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, but <laughs> so Netflix like just doubled down and just put out a ton of movies and Hulu last year I noticed had a bunch of them too but uh, they were repeating kind of ones yeah. that were already on cable but uh, a lot of uh, I noticed November 1st as early as November 1st Netflix came out with Holiday in the Wild with uh, Rob Lowe and Kristen Davis and I'm like yeah I'd watch that yeah I think the earliest one for Hallmark was like October 25th or something they were really early they also run shows in the middle of July and call it Christmas in July. Well, you know what? When that's your bread and butter, what else are you going to do? You can yeah, only I, I have so many Aurora Tea Garden mysteries. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> Which I'm a huge fan of Candace Cameron Bure. I really am. She's my age. I totally identified with DJ, you know. But, I mean, come on. How many times? do it gets, It's a Jessica Lansbury thing all over again. How many times do people die in your teeny tiny town before they can fit? They they realize you're the murderer. Like that's just all there has to be. Yes. All right. <laughs> um. So there's a there's kind of a horror one that's come out, and I'm afraid to watch it. I don't know if it's horror, but the way it's described sounds kind of scary. So it's called. <laughs> It's from Hulu. It's Into the Dark Pilgrim. So I guess it's Thanksgiving theme and not Christmas theme. So sorry mm. for breaking that. But it said it's um, a movie series called P- Pilgrim claims to be inspired by true events. A woman um, investigates a bunch of pilgrim reenactors over for Thanksgiving dinner. And then the things get really spooky when the actors refuse to break character. This sounds like an episode of Psych. Or like the Glades. My dad's been watching a lot of the Glades on Hulu. That seems to be, they seem to run a lot across reenactors and someone gets murdered during a reenaction, which I got to say, if you're going to shoot somebody in broad daylight, that's the way to do it. Kind of the place to do it. I mean, who'd expect? And it would take hours for people to figure it out. Yep. Don't do that. If you're listening to this podcast, do not do that. I'm not, (laughs) I am not uh, recommending that. All right, so I just want to read you a couple of our typical shows. So Hallmark um, is really known for this genre, uh, Marion Bright. So they says, the story begins when Kate, CEO of the Marion Bright Candy Cane Company, meets Gabe <laughs> during the busy Christmas season. She assumed Gabe is a suitor her well-meaning mother is trying to set her up with. But in reality, he works for Empire Corporate Recovery. Oh, no. Which has been hired to take a closer look at Mary Bright's operation and find ways to make the company more profitable. As Kate and Gay begin to work together, they find ways to elevate the business and find they have more in common than savvy business sense. So I'm sure there was some kind of losing the soul of Christmas because Mm -hmm. he wanted to, you know, 
put an ad on Santa's he's butt. A, Who knows? Yeah, he's the suit man. He's ready to to hype this business up, and they just want to be, a, you know, a peaceful, you know, Christmas loving kind of thing. I mean, we got twinkle lights for Christ's sake. What else do we need? Yep, I would like to see an ad on Santa's butt though, or his yes. sleigh like done out like a NASCAR with all the different sponsors on it, Amazon and Target and whatever. Yep. <laughs> well, Hallmark does not disappoint. They also have the Blue Ridge Mountain Christmas, of course. Oh, where of course. where hot- hotel manager Willow returns to her stunning Virginia hometown to help her sister plan a Christmas wedding. At the inn her family once owned, but she must work with the current owner and single dad, David, who wants her to let go of the past. Or who wants to let go of the past. So these are all the same story. You just shuffle them up mm-hmm. and, you know, Gabe becomes, uh, Car- uh, you know, Kyle and that's it. Yep. Well, it's like you've got this, uh, you know, like a card sorter, right? So we've got, okay, location, you know problem, whatever, but it's always okay. So we're in a mountain. No, no, we're in a small sleepy town. No, no, we're having Christmas at the beach, right? So they just change that up a little bit. Hot guy, again, pretty generic. We'll just throw him in there, change his name up to something that sounds super white. And then we'll, you know, we'll go with what's the problem. So we just boggle it all together. (laughs) There was a, there's another one that's similar. And this one and, I, and the reason why I'm going to bring it up is because you also always have some really odd jobs. Um, so mm-hmm. there's always somebody that's in charge of corporate mergers. Like, that's a thing. Like, I'm the corporate merger person. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, <laughs> this one is a food stylist. When food stylist Holly returns home for Christmas, she learns that the elderly owner of her favorite bakery is retiring and started a contest to get the bakery to whoever can recreate her food. Anyway, and she... But she's a stylist, not a baker. That's not the same thing. Yes. Oh, the twist is Holly enters despite not being much of a cook. Because she gets a local baker named Brad who also enters the contest. And the two (laughs) adversaries end up cooking something special together. (laughs) Okay, so I I read a lot of books, right? I read a lot of romance novels and like chiclet stuff because they come up for free. And since I read a lot of books, I need shit that's free. So I have found that there is this one book or this – I read this one book and it was about this like bachelor bake-off and – Buttfuck Montana somewhere. I don't even know. Marietta, Montana. And then I read another book because it was free by a totally different author that is also about the Bachelor Bake Off in Marietta, Montana. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? It turns out there's like a ser- like a bunch, there's a collection of writers who write just like from a different Bachelor standpoint around the same. Huh. It's very interesting. <laughs> well, so yes, Chicklet and the Christmas movies are very, they're the same. They're the same. Um, so. <laughs> I've noticed that most of the chiclet books that are coming up right now for free on BookBub are in fact Christmas books. We got snowed into a mountain together. Oh, what will happen? Well, we'll fuck and then we'll try to decide if we can talk after that. So. Yes. I just downloaded uh, Dotson Through the Snow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, no, not Dotson. What's, right. what's the dog, the wiener dog? The Dachshund. Oh, it's Dachshund. Okay. I was, uh, I just wanted to say I pronounced it right. So <laughs> I noticed that um, 
Netflix and Disney Plus, though, are trying to put a little bit of a twist on it. They're not the same uh, crap over and over again from what it looks like. Like uh, Disney Plus has one called Noel that has Anna Kendrick in it, and she's yeah. she's looking for a missing brother. Like that actually makes sense, and uh, yeah, that's a, that's a story. That's a thing. And then um, uh, uh, Netflix has one called Klaus, which is uh, uh. Has J- German Santa? I don't know, but he has J.K. Simmons in it, so I'm going to watch that, of course. And uh, yeah, all of these, all of these excellent things. By the way, so I'm looking at this list chronologically. I have only gotten to November 15th, <laughs> and I've skipped about three quarters of them. So, yep. So as I pay, I opened it to take a look at it, and I was like. Yeah, there's a lot because I think um, Hallmark themselves put out like 40 of them or something. And it's just insane. I, I know. I feel, and I'm just going to say this, that we are um, at peak holiday movie. That we are completely saturated and there will be no more successful ones. Like, no blockbusters. You say busters. that. You, well, no, I don't see. Well, none of these are going to be blockbusters anyway because they're made for TV. I don't know. The Disney Plus one might do something. I don't know. Maybe. It's fighting against the Mandalorian, though. Yeah, mm. I know that's been good, but you, so good. you can only watch we it can't once. Talk about it, today. yeah. We can always watch it once a week, though. So, oh, I've watched it several times. <laughs> yep. So I, you know, when we were kids, they used to do a lot more made-for-TV type movies and stuff. And one of my favorite ones ever, ever, ever. And if I could find it, like not on a VHS, like digital or DVD, I don't think it's ever been put out. It's a Smoky Mountain Christmas with Dolly Parton. Oh, my God. It's like my favorite Christmas movie of all time because, hello, Christmas in a mountain, stuck in a cabin, a witch, and Dolly Parton. Why is this not out on digital or Blu-ray? I don't know. I don't know. You got to have the witch in there. Oh, yeah. She is a bitch witch, too. It's awesome. Okay. I just found something out. What's up? A Christmas Prince. Uh There's a third one this year coming out. Yes. Well, now I have to get on it. It's a trilogy. Yes. You know. It's the royal baby. <laughs> it's Christmas time in Aldovia again. Oh, yay. It's like they stole the um, the premise of the Princess Diaries and just made it Christmas. Yeah. I mean, really, you could easy make the Princess Diaries into a Christmas movie. Just add it. Well, I think they're talking about making a third Princess Diaries movie. Like, first of all, now she's a queen. And second of all, all we can talk about now is whether she had a baby. Because what else is there? Yeah, exactly. Because she can't have any other success out there. That's it. Mm-mm. Have a baby. She's a, she's a queen. You have to have a baby. That's all you got left. Yep. Okay, let's go ahead. Let's take a little break. Um, when we come back, let's talk about our favorite of these genres that we talked about, like the favorite storylines. All right, let's do it. Good day. I'm Ken. And I'm Steve, and we're the hosts of the Nerd Cantina Show, where nerd culture and society intersect. Whether you come for entertainment news or some space and science talk, we are here to keep you informed on weekly nerd topics and discuss how they affect us as a society. As well as having in-depth interviews in our Cantina Conversation and Fight Me Fridays. Just like any Cantina, we want you to join in on the conversation. From our blog at thenerdcantina.com, our voicemail line, or our closed Facebook group at thenerdcantina.com forward slash community, where we really get to interact with our fans. So pull up a stool and get involved in our community. 
Hey guys, it's Kyle and Nick, and we're from Dem Fancy Dinosaurs, a weekly comedy podcast revolving around movies, TV shows, and pop culture. We release a new episode every Thursday, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Why did you say that like a question? I don't know. Okay, anyway, yes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any of the podcatchers. Or you can look up www.demfancydinosaurs.com. Thanks, guys. Stay fancy and enjoy the rest of the show. All right, we're back. We're back. And I had said that I wanted to hear, like, Liz's favorite of the genres. Uh, because there are, as we've mentioned, just a few really common ones that keep getting recycled. So which is the one that catches your attention the most? The one I end up reading the most is like cowboys stuck in a snowstorm with a an ingenue kind of thing. But the ones that I watch the most, it's always some sort of, again, bakery, um, hot guy next door, or maybe he's a handyman who's very flirty and he knows that they're going to end up together, but she's stubborn because she's a big city girl living small town life. That's my favorite. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, very co- – I really enjoy those. I think the ones that I like a little better are the ones where they're magic, like they are related to Santa Claus or they are Santa Claus. Yeah. And – they have to keep it a secret because it's not obvious that they only ever wear red and white. <laughs> and uh, I think Jenny McCarthy was in one. She's like sitting there acting like uh, Santa's daughter out there not vaccinating her children and stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, this podcast is not brought to you by Jenny McCarthy <laughs> and her dumbass anti-vaxxer ways. <laughs> well, if you're if you're magic, you don't need to vac- vaccinate. Well, Everybody else not. does. <laughs> well, here's the deal. They're all hopped up on sugar and diabetes, so they don't have time for any of these plebeian diseases. So, fuck it. No, I, you yeah. know what? I really, those, I, those don't really appeal to me. Like if it's movie form, like the Santa Claus with Tim Allen or something like that. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. I really dig. But in these, like the Good Witch and things like that, I'm like, ugh, turn it off. I can't even. Like I need, I need my Christmas to be a little bit more uh, pedestrian, so that I can imagine that if I were ever in this situation and I wandered haplessly into small town Twinkle Light USA, that I would be able to open a bakery with no money down and no skills and win the contest and the dude in the flannel with a puppy. Okay, works for me. <laughs> I do like, I I think I saw one one year where they decided to do a calendar of all the hot guys in town. <laughs> it's all 12 of them. And I was like, all right, I'll watch this. Mm-hmm. This seems like, this seems like quality uh, yeah. uh, movie making right here. Yeah. I watch a lot of these things too. Yeah. Again, we, we don't have cable. We're all like 27 subscription services and, you know using apps and whatnot. So I don't come across them. I have to actually seek them out or be somewhere else to see them. But again, you sit there and it just kind of seeps into your brain. There's got to be twinkle lights and snow. I would also like to hear from small town people who know people who own the bakery, who know the handyman next door, and let us know if any of them would ever hook up because they've all known each other since birth. Yeah. That's weird. It's like the there's no big pool. Oh, but everybody finds their high school sweetheart. Oh yeah. Uh, remember the high school sweetheart comes back. You know what? 
why bother with somebody that you went to high school with? No. It's like, you've been there, done that. I mean, I really, I mean, ugh. any of you guys who are my friends who listen to this, which is like three of you, um, sorry. Just, we've all seen each other at our worst. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing though, uh, this is really common is they were high school sweethearts and they broke up because they had other ambitions. Right. And it was very sad. I got to get and out of so, this small town, but I just want to open a florist shop. Like, yeah. Yep. Or one of them's in the military and comes back and he's fucked up from the military. So she's got to somehow like ease his wounded heart. And she does that with snickerdoodles. Yes. It carbs. <laughs> I do. Carbs do help, though. So That's how I've landed I, all I, my men. I just feed them carbs. Then they can't yeah. move. <laughs> By the way, happy eight-year anniversary to Opera Man. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So the snickerdoodles worked is what we heard. They did, yeah. 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 <laughs> Actually, I think they um, were his cookies. He makes better cookies than I do. So. Yep. So here – yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. You've never had my cookies because I don't. Make I guess them. that's yeah, but you know those Godiva cookies oh, are God. you know those they're pretty good. The yeah. Best. We should like raffle yeah. some of those shit off. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. So, um, all right. So some tr- traditional jobs of the um, in these movies, the marketing executive, of course. Yeah, all the small corporate, towns uh, have them. Yeah, we already talked about the corporate merger overseer. Mm. That's really common. Uh, but there's always the weird ones. A window dresser. Yeah. So a window dresser in New York City. So this highfalutin life as a window dresser in New York City, I'm sure she's making six figures and, you know, able to be the yuppie. That was on Rediscovering Christmas on Lifetime. So we'll check that out, <laughs> of course. Um, and then uh, A Cheerful Christmas. This is on Hallmark. That... Colleen and uh, her best friend, Lauren, think they found the best job ever as Christmas coaches. What? All right. That sounds like something that's doable. Where are these jobs on LinkedIn? Because I got some free time this Christmas season, and I think I need one of these jobs that pays a bunch of money to do something that is only seasonal. Yep. Yep. Um, Christmas I know. Coach. I don't even what know. What the fuck's a Christmas coach? Yes. So... Um, there's a, oh, uh, there's always temp work. So the Christmas temp, a lifetime. Yeah. Um, oh, calm columnist and book editors are very common because the people that write scripts write what they know. Right. And you just have to stay in seclusion to do so. So this life is perfect for them. Yeah. And so then of course you also are going to work at a small town inn. Mm Um, yeah. Uh, nannies are probably pretty popular too. Yes, yes. Though dads uh, don't don't stuck the nanny. I mean, that's a terrible idea. Yeah. Here's one that uh, sounds like a very good show that I'm going to watch, of course. Uh this on Hallmark called Christmas in a mind uh Christmas on my mind. Lucy Lovett wakes up in her wedding dress, assuming she's about to marry her uh the love of her life, Zach Callahan, only to discover they broke up 2 years ago and her fiance is not Zach. What? Crazy. What? I don't know. It's it's a Christmas in her mind. I'm sure that's because she went crazy. This so. okay, so now we're just exploiting people's mental illnesses. That's terrible. Okay, so here's another job that is highly unlikely to have a story behind it. A good hearted brand strategist for a popular dating app. 
Uh-huh. The nice call 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 the nice list. Wow. Yep. Sign me up. It's like yes. a cross between Tinder and Christian Mingle or Farmers Only or I don't some know. shit. <laughs> uh, yep. So I do love the weird ass uh, occupations they put these people into. Um, yep. Anyway. I think the handyman is just a it's just a common thread throughout. He's always handy. He's always got some bitchin' house or he's building a bitchin' house. And I'm like, where's your money coming from, small town handyman? Oh, and also they because they're small towns, they always hold several jobs within the town because that's a common trope, right? <laughs> it's like they get of course you get pissed off at your taxi driver and then you go to the post office to bitch about it with some hunky guy behind the counter and god damn it, it's the taxi driver. <laughs> like that what's the guy from uh Gilmore Girls? Oh fuck. Sean Gunn. Oh yeah, Sean Gunn's brother. Oh wait, no, actual or is it Sean, Sean Gunn, Gunn. yeah. Can't yeah, remember. actual Sean Gunn has every job. Yeah, I can't remember what his name is off the top of my head because my brain is fried. But yeah, I remember he's the taxi driver. He does the newspapers, delivers the pizzas. He's now driving the Uber. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But he's like, due to a a trademark issue with Uber. (laughs) So So those are your typical occupations of a holiday movie. So... Anybody, tell us if you are in love with these crazy, stupid, cheesy, um, generally they uh, put people in situations that would never exist. And by the way, nobody works the entire month of December, really? Not one person. Everybody has weeks and weeks and weeks during the holiday season to like hang out with their uh, high school sweetheart. Of course, against their- Or they're just wandering uh, shopping. So many shoppers- like, you've, your your town has six shops. How can you possibly still be shopping? And how come they're open and you're not, and, and right. you're not working, but they are? Well, they only come sense. in after the fancy dinner party. There's always a fancy dinner party that you have to go to, though your, your cookies didn't get made, and now you've got flour on your nose. I'm kind of over the flour on your nose trope. Yes, I've cooked, I know. I've and cooked then, a lot. I, I don't even ever remember having flour on my nose, so. Yeah. And the flannel wearing dude like shows up to something wearing a suit and you're like, oh, hey, you're attractive. You hadn't been previously. <laughs> that, that is the guy equivalent of the taking off the glasses and finding out she was attractive all along. <laughs> <laughs> Just put him in a suit. That's right. Except for with, with men, it works like with suits. <laughs> I know. I know. They can go either yeah. way. Fuckers. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well. But the glasses doesn't change anything. No. The gla- Just, guys are always still hot with the glasses on. Yeah, I take my glasses off, and they're like, man, you got bigger bags under your eyes than I thought. <laughs> take my glasses off. They're like, where did half your face go? I'm confused. <laughs> there was there was ornamentary going on there. I don't know what's happening. No. Uh, I take my glasses off, and I'm like, hmm, my face doesn't look the same as it did before. So. I, I, I'm the exact same way. I'm like, I don't know who this is. Yeah. You know, the couple times that I – I mean, I, I wore – glasses and I wore contacts and I scratched my eye and I went back to glasses and I and I just like every once in a while we'll do contacts for like activities right like I went snorkeling on a cruise or something I was like oh I need contacts for that that doesn't really work well with glasses because I can't see past you know my arm with without the glasses on so you can't just go snorkeling and the you know eaten by some shit and uh 
<laughs> so I put the contacts in and then you're just like walking around, like feeling like you've left something behind. It's like, don't know who I am. Yeah. And it, and it almost makes me wonder, like go, oh, well, that's why people can't figure out Clark Kent from Superman because <laughs> the glasses really <laughs> do throw you off your game. Yep. Or at least I, everybody's I find, like, we just won't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> I find when I like get in the shower, like I just kind of slap my face to make sure I'm not wearing my glasses because <laughs> I, I couldn't too. tell otherwise. <laughs> I, I totally do too. And, or like when I go to bed at night, and I'll lay down and I'll be looking at my iPad for a while. And then before I roll over, I have to pat my face just to make sure I don't I do still the have the thing. glasses on. Yep. Yeah, that happens. Hashtag right. glasses are thug. I don't even know. <laughs> that's a that's a great hashtag. I'm sure that will trend. That's going to trend right away. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, good times. All right. So I'm got uh, plenty of holiday movie watching to happen this this uh, this season. Yes. If you guys are interested in listening to us talk about specific movies. Maybe hit us up on Patreon and let us know, and we will be more than happy to make that a Patreon exclusive because I think talking about some of these while we're watching it would be kind of hilarious, but, you know, how it goes. We got to watch The Christmas Prince 3. Well, no, we can't just start with three, Heather. You have to do the whole trilogy. I mean, come on. (laughs) I mean, it is now, you know, the middle to end of November, and we've only got a month left until the War of Stars comes to play. So, I mean, think about how many movies I got to watch to prepare for that one. But yes, I'm yeah, with you on the Christmas Prince one through three. I think we should talk about these. <laughs> uh, speaking of Star Wars, uh, if anybody's going to Empire Con, make sure to uh, say hello to Craig Price, and I will likely be there as well. Ooh, you should cover that. I should. See if you can. It'd be great. Get some well, get some yeah. swag and we'll give it out or something. Uh yeah, it's it's December sixth. It's probably a little too soon. Eh, not that soon. Uh, yeah, it'll be you know, a couple of weeks. That'll be fun. So, um, anything else on our little Hallmark movie marathon? Yeah, I mean, you obviously just can't go through them because there's 90-some-odd, yeah. like, new ones that are coming out. Oh, it's ridiculous. Well, then you know they're replaying all the old ones all oh, day as long. Well. Yeah. So pretty much I think you could go into a holiday overload just sitting on your couch watching Hallmark, which actually doesn't sound like a bad day. Yeah, I'm I'm already preparing. I'm thinking of pizza, some hot my chocolate. Husband's go- yeah, Sounds my good. husband's going to be out of town all weekend. Ooh. I, I think I have my plans. Well, you and I should talk because my husband has opera all weekend. So Ooh. we can coordinate something or maybe play games. That would be fun too. All right, so uh, reminders to everybody. Um, If you want to contribute to our live shenanigans in Southern California coming up, you can always sign up with us at patreon.com slash nerdybitches to help chip in. We also have our PayPal account set up. So if you want to help contribute for that, something specific, buy us a drink at Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. (laughs) (laughs) I would go to Galaxy Quest. That's not fun. Galaxy's Edge. Excuse me. Um, You can go to paypal.me slash nerdybitchespodcast, or you can just send it through PayPal at contactus at nerdybitches.com. Again, if you label it Disney, 
uh, Heather's planning to match those funds towards the Galaxy's Edge ticket or the Disney World yep. ticket or Disneyland. Where are we going? I don't even know. Disneyland. Um, it's land. Because the shit's expensive as fuck. Um, yes. But anyway, so it'll be awesome. We also have a book club episode that's going to be coming up soon. And we are covering The Golden Compass, which is book one of His Dark Materials by Philip Pullman. I think there's a new series out on it, too, which I have not yeah, watched. Yeah, on, H- on HBO. Yeah, I haven't watched and it. So I haven't, I haven't started it. I waited to finish the book before I wanted to start it. Yeah, so. yeah, I finished the book uh, last week or the week before. It's really fun. So we'll, we're going to talk all about that. So make sure you've read it. or And we're not covering the movie that came out before. So just, you know, the book this time. And then... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yep. Yeah, because that movie sucked. <laughs> I didn't watch it, so I knew, I knew nothing Nicole about Kidman it. Nicole Kidman was in it. Other than it's got a polar bear in it. My dad's like, is that the book about the bear? Like, that is a book that has a bear in it. It is not a book about a bear. At least at this point, it is not a book about a bear. So... Yep. Um, highly recommend finding that. And then my recommendation for this week is a different book... And this book is, um, it's, it's actually a spoof on another book, but it found it to be really, really good. It's The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck, How to Stop Spending Time You Don't Have with People You Don't Like Doing Things You Don't Want to Do by Sarah Knight. And again, it's a little bit spoofy on the Marie Kondo, life-changing magic of tidying up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's got her KonMari system, and this is the not-sorry system. So I thought it was just going to be kind of a cheesy book that said fuck a lot, and it is. But it actually really does have some great things in it about how to reprioritize your life so that you are not exhausted all the time by this shit you don't even want to do. So. Highly recommend yep. it. Okay. Grab it at the library. My library, it is always available in audiobook, and the audiobook is definitely the way to go. So, All right. So one more thing, guys. We are actually guest starring on an episode of Everything I Learned from Movies uh, starting, I think, November 26th, so the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. And we sat down and did an episode with Steve and Izzy, and we cover The Man Who Wasn't There. <laughs> this is an insane Steve Gutenberg classic? How is it not a classic? I don't know how it's not a classic. Uh, I don't know how it's not a classic. He wore boxer shorts through or the whole movie. nothing. So there's some yeah. nothing going on. So we want you guys to go follow Steve and Izzy for sure. Follow him on social media at E-I-L-F movies. And find them on, you know, wherever you find podcasts. Because we will be there. We had so much fun with them. And... This this oh is going goodness. to be gootastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gutenberg. Okay, so I do have an out of context internet quote today. Excellent. Oh, oh, I am sorry. I had a very important thing to talk about uh, with the movies. Sorry. Yes. So fans of the Hallmark Christmas movie have a convention now. So what? it's Christmas movie con. Shut up. Um, when yeah, too bad where? it already It was happened. last weekend. We've got last weekend. I know, and it was in Jersey, so you oh, know, yeah, it was well, cold we, last. We could totally do that because my brother lives in New York. It'd be awesome. What we should uh, oh, do yeah. is we should pair up with Ashley and Justine from the Cutaways podcast, who all they do is rom coms. We should all go to the friggin' convention. That would be hysterical. Yes. What is it called again? So, um, it was called. Uh, 
the Hallmark, or I don't know what it called it. They didn't call it the convention. I'll look it up. It's just centered around uh, Hallmark's Christmas programming. So, but they had all kinds of cool stuff. So they had a gen- gingerbread wars entries, like people were playing, and then they had a an official tree lighting ceremony. And um, they had all of the big ones there. Melissa Joan Hart was there. Oh, I love um, that. Yeah, exactly. So it was kind of a big deal, and it got a, it got a little bit of coverage. It should have gotten more uh, because I would have totally tried to make it out. I'm telling you, it is not that expensive to fly out there right now. So we should look into that for next year. It sounds hilarious and amazing. And even yeah. if we aren't like, oh, my God, I'm totally into this, I would totally be into covering this convention. <laughs> Exactly. You know, Chad Michael Murray was there. Oh, my God. Uh, Rachel Boston, Paul, um, Paul Boston. Oh, and Jack Gay. I love I her. I love her. <laughs> I know. So it's just, um, uh, Lori Laughlin is the only one that wasn't there. Well, she's probably because, in prison. Yeah. Well, um, uh, because Hallmark has severed all ties with her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have things to say about that, but I will not do that at this point because. Yeah. Yeah, so we missed, I missed out on that, so I apologize. But anyway, all right, here's our out-of-context internet quote today. Okay. All right, so it's from Twitter, and uh, at Simon C. Holland. says, call your dad now and ask him what the Wi-Fi password is so he has time to find the little piece of paper he's written it on before Thanksgiving. <laughs> I love that one. Yep. I always like that before. about no, no, I've seen uh, it. I've, I saw it on Twitter the other day or Paul showed it to me or something. But it actually reminds me going to my aunt and uncle's house and having to call my cousin and finding out what po- Wi-Fi password he set up. And it was like, ugh, I love it. So, Okay. Always something ridiculous. Yes, I I don't have something ridiculous. Okay. He goes like, I like cheese or something. It was kind of awesome. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so I have a second holiday uh, internet quote. So you you can edit out um, uh, either one. Why? But I've been I, because I've been saving this one for a freaking year uh, since <laughs> I found it last year, but a little too late in the year. Well, now we so, got double time then. So yeah. So at Kevin Farzad, also off of Twitter, said, "Cool." The sun sets at five now, and everyone's a lot sadder. But at least we got to sleep an extra hour that one time. <laughs> right. That, that one Sunday in November. Yeah. I've been saving that for months and months and months. And I, I thought like I'd love That was good. I'm glad that you have that much organization and patience. Because yes. other than my whiteboard, I save very little. So, Which yeah. actually not true. I have tons of notebooks with notes in them. That would just require me to go back and look for said notes to keep yeah. something for a year. So, but I have a giant whiteboard with show <laughs> titles on it. So, sorry for the sneeze. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I tried to hold it in. That's all right. I've been trying I, not to cough for 40 minutes. I sprained my neck. So, I tried to hold it in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That we should do like adulting part two. Start talking about all the stupid shit that we've done to hurt ourselves just by bodily functions, sneeze and throw your <laughs> neck out, cough I think too that, hard and throw out your back. Throw a built-in part two on the on the whiteboard. Yeah, I'm going to do that because uh, my favorite is th- like brushing my hair and throwing my neck out. So. Yep. Yep. Oh, all right. All right. Well, that is what we have for you guys this time. And so I guess we'll see you next week. Okay. <laughs> providing I have a voice. <laughs> yeah, if it exists. <laughs>
<laughs> exactly. So we'll see you guys next week. Music provided by www.bensound.com and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. Get your snuggle on and let's hit that music. Your snuggle on. <laughs> I don't know. All right, it works. We'll get, I, I we're keeping it. We're keeping like- it.